Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Thousands of students are raking in hundreds of euro a week in the pandemic unemployment payment loophole that allows them to claim the benefit. Uh, this is according to experts. The cash ranging from 203 to 350 a week was meant to be a support for people laid off due to the pandemic disruption, but students realised they could claim benefit and 47,000 third-level students make up the current uh, four, uh, part of the current 403,000 people, people on the PUP payment. Uh, with the number of students claiming the PUP doubling in recent months, there is now concern growing within government, uh, with some owners anxious to pull the payment from students that, high, of, uh, that the Higher Education Minister Simon Harris helped secure last year. Uh, the most up-to-date figures reveal that the number of students in receipt of the PUP payment is 47,000 of them uh, of the college population uh, of 240,000, which is approximately one in five full-time students are claiming the payment. The high numbers are also a sign of the growing numbers of students who now work on a part-time, full-time basis to support themselves going through college. But as the pressure on the exchequer finances imposed by the pandemic increases, unease is starting to grow around government over the high number of third-level students who are claiming the PUP payment. Typically, students do not enjoy access to state welfare benefits if they lose employment on the grounds that they are not available for full-time work. So if you're normally a student and you're not in the middle of a pandemic, you don't get the dole because you're a student and you're not available for work. However, when it came to the PUP, students were one of the chief accidental beneficiaries of the decision to not limit the original PUP payment to those available for full-time work. Any proposal to end the PUP will plunge the government into a serious spat with the USI, uh, whose president, Lorna Fitzpatrick, said students on PUP have lost their jobs and income just like everybody else on, P- uh, on the PUP. The type of jobs that students traditionally do have have been the hardest hit by the pandemic and the public health restrictions. Cafes, restaurants, hotels, retail outlets and pubs all closed. These figures show the number of students that need to work to put themselves through college and it would be very concerning to us if the government started pitting worker against worker worker in terms of the PUP payment. Now, there are people who believe it should be taken off students. They shouldn't be getting it because some of the students, let's be clear about it, are making out like bandits. Not all of them. I know students who are probably earning 120 quid a week during a night or two or something like that in a restaurant. 120, 150 quid. Now they're getting 203. Some of them are getting 350, depending on how, how they claimed it. What they claimed they were earning beforehand. So some of them are actually financially better off and they don't have the same expenses they had before because most of them are not in college. They're at home. And I would like to see them back in college, by the way, by September. But I want to know if you believe the PUP payment should be taken off them because realistically, they don't really need it, do they, if they're living at home? That's the argument. I don't agree with that argument. I believe they're entitled to it just like anybody else, by the way, even though there are people abusing it. But of the abuse of the PAP, uh, PUP payment per head of population, it probably is more widespread among students because they're probably getting more than they were getting in a part-time job. In fairness to them, where they get the jobs, they're all closed. So I think the, the argument would be as soon as they're all open again, then you cut the payment. But not until then. But the government would like to see it cut sooner than that because I think it's an abused payment. But do you believe students should be getting the PUP payment? They wouldn't have got the dole beforehand, by the way. If a student loses their job, you know, in the restaurant or bar and they're in third-level education... They don't get the dole. They never did because they're not entitled to it because they're not available for work. They're in full-time education. Now students are in full-time education and they're getting a PUP payment. And people argue, well, they shouldn't be getting it because they're not, in, they're not available for work, essentially. 
Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. Should students be getting the PUP payment? Maybe you're a student yourself. I'd love to hear from you today. Maybe you know somebody who is a student who you believe is abusing the system. And we only heard during the week that some places are opening, but they can't get staff. So what student wants to work in a shop or a restaurant or a bar or whatever it happens to be when they all open up and start opening up again when they're getting a PUP payment to stay at home? Why would they want to do it? Why would you want to work in a minimum wage job when the state's going to give you 203 or 300, 305 quid or 350 quid, should I say? Why would you want to work? Let me know what you think. The number is 87 188 I see a lot of your texts today. Oh, by the way, somebody's given out there about a story that we read in the news in relation to cannabis posing the gravest threat to young people's mental health. This is a story, of course, that was featured in the Irish Examiner as well. And he's given out saying the gravest threat to young people, not lockdowns, crap mental health service, jobless, uh, ridiculous reporting this crap. It's the laws making it illegal, not the use of said cannabis. That's the problem. Sad world we live in. And he goes on to say, top more of everyone at 4FM. Station hasn't been called 4FM in over five years, by the way. It's classic hits. Just to let you know, by the way. Um, it is a news story because it is true. And the cannabis, for some people, does cause huge mental health problems. For a lot of people, it can cause psychosis. And some of the greatest studies that have been done in the world have shown that the number of dropouts in third level education in relation to cannabis smoking as well is also recorded. So it may not be affecting your life. And I'm delighted it's not affecting your life. And I've admitted before on the air that I smoked cannabis for two years between the age of 19 and 21, but gave it up because I knew it was a dead end. And I knew it was affecting my mental health. But it didn't affect yours. And I'm delighted for you. And I hope you live your life happily ever after. But for many people, it does affect their lives. And it does affect their mental health. And it does affect their ability to carry on through life. So just because it doesn't affect yours, don't be saying we shouldn't be reporting it on the news. It's a story. It's in the news. It's not propaganda. It is true. Cannabis can adversely affect people's mental health. All right. Now, let me just go to Liam. How are you doing, Liam? Hello, Niall. How are you? Nice to talk to you, Liam. How's your day today? Ah, look, it's grand, you know, it's grand. Which okay. Means it's pretty miserable. <laughs> okay. Now, you're on a PUP payment. Um, I am. Okay, how old are you? Sorry. I'm, not, I'm actually I'm 20 on the 7th, but I'm 19 at the moment. Okay, so you're 19. Okay, so you're a third-level yeah, student. Okay. Yeah. And I, I assume you're on a PUP payment because you must have been working part-time or something. Were you? What were you doing? Yeah, no, I was working I was working in a restaurant on weekends. I was doing, um, I was a porter, kitchen porter. Right, okay. Okay, so so, and what do you get? Do you get? Can I ask? Are you getting two hundred and three or three fifty? I'm on the two hundred three. I was nice and honest with them. I didn't lie. <laughs> yeah, it seems some people did lie and got the three fifty. They did. But, yeah, yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay, but good. the government are now calling for this to be rescinded, so to speak, because as a student, up to the point of the PUP, you would have never been entitled to social welfare payments because you're considered to be not available for work. I mean, yeah. having having a part time job is a luxury, I suppose, to some degree. Although, for necessity for many students, I suppose you're because you're in a Susie Grant as well, are you? I am, yeah. Gee, yeah. well, see, people listen to God, the state is funding this lad, so not only are we giving him a grant, a grant for his education, we're giving him oh. spending money as well. Oh, stop! Oh, stop! I mean, you I'm can not... see. I mean, look at it from the outside, Liam. I'm, by the way, I'm in your camp here. By the way. All right, because I have two children as well in third level education. So I'm in your camp, all right? And I get it. I get it. You can't get it because the jobs that most students will do are closed at the moment. You know, and I I get that. But people are looking at this going, hold on for a second. We're giving him money for his education. We're now giving him a few quid spending money as well. I mean, what does he want us to bring him out? Like, what else do they they want? (laughs) No, I understand. No, I, 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 you know, I can reconcile with people, you know, criticisms of what I'm doing, but... I think, you know, I, I, for example, I know some people who are in secondary school, for example, secondary school, who are claiming the 350 
You know, and these are people who probably didn't even earn three fifty. Well, they must be not. They must be over eighteen. No, I would not. They couldn't be under eighteen. I, I think wasn't it limited to over eighteens? No, I'm telling you, this. I know one person in particular who isn't over eighteen. They were in fifth year at the time, and they're claiming a pup. Yeah, three fifty. Yep. Oh, I don't know how they. Well, maybe they lied about their age. Well, I, I, I don't know surprised. how they could. Well, I don't know how they could because you have to give a PPS number. So. Yeah, well, I, I can. Well, I don't know how they did it, but they they're on it anyway. Regardless, um, with regards to my situation, I mean, like if I want to, let's say I I move into Dublin, and we all know how, you know, ridiculous the you know rent is in Dublin, and for me to be able to you know, even try and before that, I have to be working, and I, and I'm within the wage requirement for the um for the Susie payment, so. I honestly don't, unless they want to go and change the criteria, I don't see, I don't actually believe I'm doing anything wrong. But yeah, but you, don't, yeah but you don't have to live in Dublin at the moment because nobody's going to college. No, I don't, yeah, and that's fair enough. But I mean, I'm, I'm assuming all your college, your lectures are all from home at the moment, yeah. No, I'm finished college. My Susie is stopping this month. Right, okay. So for the summer, I'll be only on the PUP, but um, come September again, I'll be receiving Susie again, so I won't be... And what, and what does Susie, what, just for people today, some different, it depends on the person. Some Susie grants will cover just your college fees. Other Susie grants will cover your expenses or some of your expenses as well. What, is, what does yours cover? Okay, so um, this year I was doing a PLC, so I didn't get any money off my fees. But um, generally, if you're in a level eight, you'll get your fees covered. And depending on where you live and um, your parents' wages, you can, you could get between... 336, so I was getting 336 because I live in Westmead and I was going up to Dublin. Because okay. I'm actually a, an acting student, so I was in college. So, I, so um, you were, you were no, hang on, so you're getting 336 on a Susie, you're doing a PLC, which costs feck all, by the way, PLC. It right? does, yeah, no way. Okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, so it's nothing really. Okay, so yeah. you, you're doing a PLC, so you, you and you're getting 336 on your Susie, and you're getting, month, yeah. and you're a, getting month. a month, and you're getting 203 a week on the pub. I am, yeah. Jeez, that's a bit of all, right, isn't it? It's not bad, but in I'm fairness, sure you're saving was, a few quid, Liam, are you? Oh, jeez, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, but, that, but that's what I mean. So, I mean, and that's not the, but that wasn't the principle. The purpose between, of PUP was to try and help people who'd lost their jobs, who depended well, on I mean, their jobs, I, I suppose. I'm not one of those lazy people who want to stay on the payment. I want to go back, I want to go back out and work. I don't, I really, I mean, it's not my choice. I have no choice in the matter. If, if you were, I don't want to be one of these lazy students who are happy to sit on furlough. I want to get out, you know, and grab life by the proverbial balls. Right. Okay. Well, I'm glad to hear that, Liam. And well, but yeah. so, do me a favour. Stay there, Liam, for a second. By the way, just to mention as well, just to clarify, yes, to qualify for the COVID nineteen pup payment, a person must be aged between eighteen and sixty six. So under sixty six, over eighteen. So I don't know how your mates are doing it under the age of eighteen. The only way they're doing it is lying about their age. But stay there anyway. I'm not. I'm not saying that you're lying to me. Uh, Sean, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How you doing, Sean? Not too bad. How are Sean, do you believe that students should be getting... I mean, look, Liam is getting a Susie grant of 336 or whatever it is a month, and he's getting his 203 a week uh, PUP payment. If there was no pandemic, he wouldn't be getting the 203. Yeah, well, my view on it is, we'll say, I know one particular student, and she's, uh, she's working two jobs, right? And we'll say one job is still working away all the time, um, which was part-time, and now it's gone full-time. And she's on 400 quid a week there, and I know that what you call it that she's getting the three fifty PUP payment as well. She's on seven hundred and fifty euros a week. Oh Jesus. 
See, that, well, this is the problem with the pub payment. People are scamming it. They should, yeah. they should. I, my belief is, right, maybe I'm wrong, there is people that are well entitled to Absolutely. Lads, lads that want to go out and work. And I'm, I'm a working man myself, like, I'm in, the, I'm in my own business, like. And, like, it's disappointing to see that I have my own business, I'm well established, and I don't even have 750 quid a week for myself. <laughs> I don't. Because most people in the country don't have 750 a week for themselves. You know, like, and I mean, like we'll say, you, you, they're operating two bank accounts. Like, that she has one in EIB, one Bank of Ireland, like, and she's getting the PUP into Bank of Ireland and getting paid into the other account. Like, now, can yeah. I, yeah, but can I just say that the revenue commissioners are not stupid because she's going to be paying tax in her full-time job, I'm assuming. Exactly, unless, yeah. unless it's a cash job. She's going to be paying tax. So, the rev- I mean, the PUP payment is being paid for by revenue. So, yeah. if the two will add, I mean, they'll spot them at the end of the year. She'll be caught, like. If she's yeah. doing anything illegal, now I don't know whether what she's doing is illegal or not. It certainly seems to be immoral, but I don't know whether it's illegal. So if anybody is doing anything illegal, they will be caught. Well, it's no harm. I think, just my own personal opinion now, like, I think that um, that there should be means tested for it. Means tested. That See, and, and be, I, like, I agree with you, but the problem was with the PUP payment, because it was brought in and it was rushed in, and, you know, the software had to be set up for it and all the admin had to be set up for it, it was just a general payment that was given to everybody with no questions asked because they, they just didn't have the administration or they wouldn't have the administration on a temporary basis to go through every single case. It's, well, it should have been, I don't know, there should have been some kind of way of, of checking out someone's background or checking a bank account or checking to see what they were on them before, give them a percentage of it. That, well, but that's people, what I would have thought, yeah. You know, like, there's people, like, I know students that are putting themselves through college and they're well entitled to for their jobs where they can't go to their job, do their work and get their payment, get their money and go away home, like. I mean, you're one, the one you were talking about there that's getting the full-time job in the 350. I would much rather that 350 go to a fella who's feeding his family and paying a mortgage. You know what I mean? So Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I, mm. I, I think it should, have been, it should have been checked out better, like, you know, before throwing out 350 to someone. Like. Mm. So do you yeah. think it, I mean, do you think it should be taken away altogether? Because they're talking about now taking it away altogether. I'm sure Liam would be too pleased with that. But they're talking about <laughs> taking it away altogether because they're saying students really don't, they shouldn't be getting because they never, they would never would have got unemployment benefit anyway because they're not available technically for work. Yeah, yeah but Niall, in fairness, I would have been getting that 200 euro if they, didn't, if they hadn't closed down the restaurants. So that's me down 200 euro a week, every single week. So, I mean, yeah, but yeah, but I, yeah, but yeah, hold on a second. See, Liam, you have to look at it from this point of view. You're getting a Susie grant. So yeah. the be- the point of you getting a Susie grant is because your parents wouldn't be on a high enough income to afford yeah. to send you to college. So as yeah. a country, we're very good to students here. We pay them to go to college, right? Yeah. And yeah. we pay, so we subsidize your education. But that, I mean, the fact that you can't get a part-time job when you're in full-time education, that's nobody's fault. I know the pandemic yeah. is to blame and I get it and I'm kind of on your side because we've already given it to you but somebody mm. says Niall uh, I call it the PlayStation payment because that's all I'm doing instead of working can't come on only for a hit, the hit bit so <laughs> um, <laughs> it, well, I mean I know a lot of students are sitting at home playing a PlayStation yeah I mean look I, I reckon fine with that and I'm not doing that Jesus no chance like I'm actually actively trying to move out like I'm being pampered at home I'm trying to put myself in a tougher situation so I can get a slice of life. But regards to all that, uh, I would say, well, maybe take away my Susie. Well, I wouldn't I, take away your Susie, though. I'd take away your PUP payment. Yeah, but I, I mean, I, I want to actively work and actively try to improve my life. And, I, I mean, 
if I could be self self sustainable, I don't need a Susie Damon then. Okay, I so mean, you've got to be working, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I want to be controlling my future, you know. Okay, I gotta take a quick break. You can keep texting, keep what's happening. Number's 087 Somebody says we have the technology to land the man on the moon, but the government don't have the technology to stop fraud. Love the show, says Aiden and Cork. Yeah, Aiden, I, I do get it, Aiden, because our systems are slightly antiquated. And if you look at the software being used by, say, Revenue and the software you'd use by, say, Ongarda Khan, even, for example, a lot of the software is years old, but it takes a lot to transfer it to new, more modern software. And how often should you do that? Because by the time you do it, there's another version out, et cetera, et cetera. And I, we found out from the HSE, of course, during the when we started off giving the vaccinations that, you know, doctor's offices in the HSE are not connected. They're not talking to each other. So we don't know how many sick people we have in the country, all this kind of stuff. We, we lack technology in those type of departments in this country. You know, the different... And by the way, there's data reasons, by the way, why, you say, social welfare and revenue are not connected in certain ways. Um, they're not allowed to pass information from one department to another because there's data reasons. There's data protection reasons for that. And we'd like to keep those, please. Thank you very much indeed. So I get what you're saying, Aidan. They should be able to do it. But when you're rushing in a payment like that, which was rushed in literally in a week when we decided to close the country and had to get a payment ready for people by the following week, there wouldn't be the technology to, to go and administrate every single payment. So it was a straight off payment, 350 quid. Everybody's entitled to it. You just fill out this form online and it had to be done very quickly. So I can understand, Aidan, why that happened. Um, But in saying that, I will say to people, as somebody rightly points out, the PUP PUP payment is taxable income. Uh, Make sure that you are pulling a bit aside, by the way, because you're supposed to pay tax on it at the end of the year. But it is a payment that you're getting. It is an income. And the Revenue Commissioner will be informed about the fact that you're getting it. Don't take away our payments. <laughs> Lauren, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Lauren? Hi, who are you? You're a mature student and you're on a PUP. Um, yes. Okay. Now, I know the government are talking about this and some you know, members of government are anxious to pull this payment because they believe it's widely abused. There's no yeah. doubt it is being abused a little bit, isn't it? Of course it's been abused. Social welfare is abused in this country all the time and has been for a long time, you know? Mm. But I mean, if normally, if you're a mature student or a student, third level education student, you're not entitled to social welfare payments because you're not technically available for work. Uh, now, you're entitled to a payment depending, I suppose, if you're a mature student, mature student and you have dependents, uh, you're entitled to your HAP payments or whatever other payments are available, but you're not entitled to, say, the dole. You know? Okay, well, we're not entitled to anything, first off, because my husband earns too much, even though they don't take your outgoings into consideration for, say, the Susie grant. So if you're paying €1,600 Euro a month in rent, it doesn't matter. They only look at your earnings. They're not going to look at the rent. So we don't get anything, first off. So I have to work part-time to pay for college. Mm-hmm. The, the position I'm in at the moment is I um, can't work because I'm a nursing student and... We were told by the host placements that we have to go on to pass our years in college, <clears throat> that I'd have to give up my part-time job because of cross-contamination fears. Okay. So that left me with no option but to apply for the PUP payment because <clears throat> we were told um, when we were seeking payments uh, for nursing students uh, working in hospitals during the pandemic. That you can't work somewhere else at the same so time. We, and I get that. Yeah, yeah I get that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... But how, how long is that going to go on for, by the way? Uh, well, well, I'm finished up now in May, so I've already applied for another job, do you know, or else right, I'll okay. go back to the job that I had to leave, do you know? Okay, so, and can I ask, what I, I don't know where you were, but was that hospitality or retailer? No, it was in healthcare, it was a community swabber, 
and yeah, community swapper. Oh, oh, I get you. I get you. Yeah, but because, yeah. But because you're a nurse and you couldn't do both, I get you. Yeah, yeah. So I can't do both. But, I but you can you know? go back to that in May as well if you want to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I'll, yeah. yeah I, I, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'll get a job. No problem during the summer. Do you mm. know. Um, I'm not. I'm not worried about that. But at the moment, because I can't work, we need that second income. Do you know. So the three. And uh, what is it? Three fifty. You're on. Is it? Yeah. Okay. So they've adjusted my uh, husband's tax credit, so he's actually coming out less weekly um, at the moment because of my because of the payment I'm getting. So yeah, he's because you're yeah because you're at home dependent anymore. No, I, no, I, get, no. I get that. Okay, so no. so but in relation and and by the way, I'm not trying to take away your payment, Lauren. I love I want you to keep your payment, and I yeah. I defend most students, but I will say that. I heard numerous stories of students who might have had a one day a week part time job at a hundred quid and now they're on two or three or three fifty if they're scamming it completely, who are doing quite well out of forty seven third level students are getting it. And normally third level students would have never got it. Most of them are not in your situation where they work for uh, you know, as a student nurse and have been asked not to cross contaminate, so to speak. So that's an unusual situation. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, look, it's going to be abused. Of course it's going to be abused. That shouldn't mean that we're going to penalise absolutely everybody. It's not the fault of the students that they're working it out the way they're working it. As far as I, I know, that they, they look at your revenue and they work it off your revenues. So they work it off the tax you paid. Plus, you're going to end up having to pay a big bill back anyway. My husband was on it last year for a couple of months and um, then he went back to work, uh, thank God. But he he got uh, a, a bill over, over, yeah, a tax bill there a while ago and it, it paid it all back. Do you know, yeah. so it has to be paid back anyway. So... Like I just I can't I can't understand why they penalise every single student. People in my position, I I can't pay my my uh, my college fees if I can't work. That's the bottom line. I can't. So I, I'll have to drop out of college if if that money is taken away from me, basically, because I've no income to pay it. The, my husband's income goes to pay towards our rent. So why why you know at the end of the day we're going to be contributing to society we're going to be paying taxes do you know it's the same shit in this country sorry for my language it's the same in this country all the time they'll penalise people who who are trying I went back to college to try to better myself so maybe one day well, myself, well I've said this I've said this years and I completely agree with you the harder the more you try and the harder you work in this country the more they will penalise you that's Absolutely. unfortunately the way Ireland works yeah it is unfortunately and now I'm hearing this that they're looking into taking it off like what's the point what is the point what's the point of me going back to college what's the point when I could be home with my kids doing absolutely nothing and maybe one day I'll get a house at the end of it because I don't do anything whereas we're trying everything we can now to better ourselves better our lives give our kids a better life and, and, and provide just, for yourself and provide and for yourself. provide for ourselves yeah and then and then so you know you get this stuff thrown at you then that they might be taking the payment off you know I'd say by the time it goes off anyway I'll be back at work yeah. So it's not going to affect me too much. But, you know, for people... Okay, but there should be... I, I will agree, and, and in your case, I completely agree, Lauren. And, and I hope, by the way, you get back to work very soon. But but in saying that, should there be a point, you know, say, I don't know, end of July, once retail and all those other places, hospitality, are all back open, and hopefully back at full swing again, because otherwise we're at this point is having vaccinations if we're not going to get the country back to normal again at some point. Um, should it be done just at that, that point, say, well, okay, that's it, PUB payments is over? Absolutely. If, P, if there's jobs out there, which there is, and people can work. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, people, if you're able to work, work, full stop, that's it. If you're in a position where you cannot work and you need that payment, well, then you need to take so that because payment. Because the only thing I'm saying to you is I was reading during the week and I got an email from a woman during the week who's, I think, a hairdressing salon or something else. And that's the second email I've gotten two weeks from somebody who owns a business and cannot get people to work for them because people are on PUP payments and don't want to come off them. Yeah, well, I mean, that's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Like, 
I could take a drop in income, um, you know, after May. Do you know? But I, if I if I have to get a new job, but I don't, I don't. It doesn't bother me. If you can work, you need to be working. Full stop. If you can work, you need to be working. The fact that Ireland gives people money for sitting on their holes at home and doing absolutely nothing is a disgrace as it is. Do you know? So yeah. Well, so, said, well, I couldn't have put it better yourself, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren, I wish you well and I hope you get back to work soon. And hopefully we'll really stop well. getting giving money to people sitting on their holes. <laughs> Thanks Bye. very much. See you, Lauren. There you go, Lauren is a mature student. I think overall the majority of people believe the majority of students are quite honest, decent people, but there are people who are scamming it and the rest of you shouldn't suffer because of the ones that are scamming the system. And I also run the conversation here about the PUP payment and, and, uh, and students and all that kind of stuff. Look, the problem now is that money is starting to run out. The government is starting to panic now. They haven't got anything open. They have no real plan. They still have a lockdown in place, the longest one. In, um, but that's reality. The money is starting to run out now. And the government are looking at ways to pull back. And uh, um, are you telling me that there's not enough civil service in there that they should have been keeping an eye on all this kind of stuff and knowing what's going on? Listen, they're still getting their full salaries, full wages, full pensions, full everything while we're being screwed over. If anybody's making a few quid off of it, so what? Let them have it. Let them have it. 120 million, I believe, it costs, or it has cost, to give students the PUP payment. Remembering, of course, that Simon Harris had to fight for this because students up to this point, or should I say up to the point last year where the PUP payment was given out, were never entitled to social welfare or a payment of any uh, sizable amount, apart from the likes of, say, Susie Grants, etc., etc. Now, just before I move on to the next topic, I want to just go to Kieran, who has a master, he's a master's student in UCC, and uh, student, or should I say student, Kieran, you have mixed views about this, yeah? I, I do, Niall, and if, if I can first just say before we get into it, I, I just want to say that fair play to you for all your your open discussion on this and, and COVID over the last number of months. Um, I don't agree with everything you say, but you've given a voice to people who have, who have largely been cast aside and as someone who has actually worked in in the media since I was about 16, um, you know, I'm pretty disturbed by some of, some of the media coverage. You're but, disturbed. Uh, I work in media and I'm pretty disturbed by some of the coverage I've heard of it. But however, that's a whole other argument. But like, like I couldn't agree with you more. But thank you very much indeed. But in relation, no in, in relation to this payment, look, there's no doubt there are many students out there who were working, maybe doing a weekend job, uh, restaurant, whatever it was, you know, to get a few quid, I suppose, uh, to pay for their digs, etc., etc. But there are many students who have taken advantage of it too, Kieran. Yeah, and, and I, I don't deny that. I mean, pretty early on into the PUP payments, I think there were uh, a number of different, uh, of pretty scandalous cases. I, if I can recall, there was a guy up in Galway, I think, who had about six bank accounts open and had been had been cleaning up uh, every week, and he was eventually caught and had to pay the stuff back. And look, I, I think that anyone who is, um, you know, who is acting fraudulently should should definitely be be, be held up to account. I just don't understand, Niall, like why we're going back to demonising particular cohorts of society. I thought we were. I thought we were done with this. Yeah, well, I, I've noticed. I mean, I've said it before on the air that I believe that students were kind of demonised throughout the whole thing for, and almost given the blame for spreading it all over the country, uh, which I thought was grossly unfair. Because, like everybody else, their mental health is affected by this too. Uh, but in saying that, people are going to argue. Well, you know, with a lad on there at the start of the show, he's getting three six six a month on on a Susie Grant, and um, because he's doing a PLC, so he doesn't have to get obviously his student fees because they're cheap enough. And he's also getting a COVID payment as well of two hundred and three a week too. You know, and I'm going, well, you know, we're paying you to stay at home. We're giving you a Susie Grant, and we're also giving you two hundred and three quid spending money too, which you're not getting to spend because you can't go anywhere, so you're saving it. I mean, that's not really what we should be doing either. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I understand that. I, I was actually looking at parliamentary question uh, submitted last week, and you know, there's about a hundred thousand uh, people under the age of twenty-five on PUP. You know, so it's 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 not only students, and I, I think a huge number of of young people want to get back to work. Now, I've, I know there's been anecdotes today of of uh, restaurant uh, managers or owners saying that Can't you know, get staff. We, we think that we're we're going to struggle. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure. I don't sure know if they're anecdotal stories, Kieran. There are, are a lot of cases where students primarily would have worked in those type of jobs, you know, and, you know, on low minimum wage jobs to get a few quid because we all did that when we were that age, you know. And realistically, if I was getting 350 for doing nothing versus a minimum wage job, you know, with two, three days a week, I'd say, ah, I get grand, I'll stay on the 350 for doing nothing. So that's handier. Well, I... I... Look, I'm I'm not 100%. I'm not 100% sure, Niall. Uh, and look, maybe this is just me, but or, or groups of friends that I would know. But I mean, there was a period over over the summer of 2020 where uh, I didn't have a job for for about three months. And you know, it is you know, unemployment does start to destroy people at some stage from the inside, and it gets it gets very debilitating. And I, I think that. You know, once we get into June, there are there's going to be a hell of a lot of young people going back out into the workforce. Perhaps it's just a case of you know this is this is a silly silly season for assignments and exams. Maybe students don't want to commit to anything yet uh, because it, it, it's pretty early on. Um, you know, the other thing is is that maybe bars and restaurants uh, need to lower their standards in terms of the experience that's required if they are going back to um, mm-hmm. what are job applications. I mean. You nearly need a master's degree at this stage to be a barista. Yeah, never to, mind to, to flip a burger. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and just one other thing, now is like in ter- in terms of the general argument against giving students money in the first place, uh, I think that uh, you know students and younger people are people that don't really necessarily save, particularly at this time of the year. Like, they like to go out and buy stuff, and that's why, you know... Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's the joy. I mean, when I was a young fellow, nobody went to college, right? I, well, actually, I went to night courses in Kevin Street. Um, I was doing electronics. It's nothing to do with media, by the way. Uh, I was doing electronics because I was working in a record shop at the time. But, you know, be, getting an education, which is mainly subsidised by the state between the age of 19 and 23 years of age, I mean, that's to your benefit. It's to nobody else's benefit but to yours. Now, don't get it. It does benefit society as a whole if you become a doctor or something useful in your life. But it is generally to your benefit so you can earn more money when you get older. So you shouldn't really be getting paid to do that. Well, yeah. And I mean, I, mean, I would argue that we still have some of the highest um, uh, highest fees in Europe. And uh, like, I'm, I'm torn on this argument as well because I actually think that too many people go to university as well. And they end up spending Absolutely. four years. Absolutely, four there years are many people. There are many people who are in college for two years and then drop out when they should have actually took an apprenticeship. They'd have been well, far better off. Well, and I a, listen. I've spoken to the to the Tarnished about this before. Uh, you know, against against demonising people who actually do apprenticeships and looking down at them. I think it's absolute madness. Absolutely, and radical change in this country. I mean, uh, there was no problem with it 30, 40 years ago when I was doing. You know, my intercert, which would have been at the time like the junior cert. I mean, a lot of kids left at that time to become carpenters, electricians, whatever it was, mechanics, and to do apprenticeships. You don't really hear of that much nowadays, and it should be encouraged more for those students who may not be the most academic in the world, but maybe are gifted with their hands. Yeah, and the irony is now is that, you you know, there's often cases where you, where you can't find uh, a builder or you can't find a plumber, and when you do find them, you start cho- charging uh, massive fees, <laughs> and that's because, you know, they have a monopoly over... Supply and demand, my friend. Supply, Supply and demand. And, Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, so what, what are you studying yourself, Kieran? by the way? What are you studying? Uh, I'm studying... Uh, I'm doing a Master's in Urban Planning at the moment. So, right, okay. Um, All right, okay. Maybe hoping, hoping to become a town planner. 
So, uh, All right, okay. Well, maybe you'd be better than some of the ones we've had more recently. <laughs> Listen, Kieran, thank you very much indeed for joining us this afternoon. No Appreciate problem. It. Right. All right, Have then. a good day. See you later. There you go. Kieran is a master's uh, student in UCC and mixed views on whether or not we should get rid of that payment. I look, I'll be on Kieran's side. I think the majority of students out there are utilising that money properly, are not abusing the money. Uh, there are some that will abuse it, but I'd say, like everybody else, we shouldn't get rid of the PUP payment for anybody. We're not pitting people against each other. We shouldn't get rid of it for anybody until this country is back to normal. And this country should be back to normal um, within a very reasonable amount of time. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits.